Hey friend, welcome to the Lilypad Network. My name is Savannah and I'm a 20-something who is obsessed with climbing the ranks in public accounting as a CPA, but then realized I wanted more than just my career. On this podcast, we're all about discovering our next thing together. Just like frogs pause on lily pads during their journey, we're pausing on this lily pad to discover that thing. On this journey, we'll also learn how to take care of ourselves along the way so we can show up as the best version of ourselves. Together, we're building a network of lily pads. So girlfriend, let's hop to it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Lily Pad Network. I am stoked that you're here. I feel like I haven't used the word stoked in so long, but it is a solo episode. I feel like I haven't done a solo episode in a few weeks, so it's just fun to get back on the mic by myself and chat with you. And today, I really want to talk about when you have a new idea, who you choose to loop in and who you choose to keep out of the loop of this idea. Because I think so often we see on social media that you should start calling your shot right away and looping in like really important people in your life about this new idea, whether it's a business idea, whether it's going back to school to get your master's, whether it's starting an Etsy shop on the side, like whatever it is, we see like you should publicly call your shot or loop in a ton of people, or at least that's what I have seen my experience, like try and loop in as many people as possible to keep your skin in the game, which I think is excellent if you're at that phase. But I personally think we kind of get trapped in that mentality of we have to loop everyone in like immediately from the get-go. But our ideas when they're in this infancy stage are so vulnerable. Like just like a baby, you are not going out exposing your little newborn to the entire world, right? Like you're kind of selective. Okay, mom, dad, grandparents can come over and visit. You know, you might have a friend or two come visit. But for the first little bit, like you are getting used to your family of three or four, whatever it is, and you're not like taking your little newborn on a grand tour. So why are we doing that with our ideas? Why are we looking for everyone else's opinions on our ideas when they're in the newborn stage? Because like I said, that's when they're so vulnerable and where we need to let them just be. And my friend said this to me just recently. She said, be a lightning rod for new ideas. So when you have this idea, like, I'm going to start an Etsy shop, just an example, you can have that idea, but maybe you don't know what you want to do, or you think, okay, I really like, I personally really like crocheting. I could never have an Etsy shop because I don't like crocheting for, like, a deadline, but that's besides the point. I want to have a crochet Etsy shop. Maybe that's all the idea I have. I'm not going to start soliciting ideas from my parents and my friends about what type of crochet Etsy shop I'm going to have until I have kind of had enough time for the, that lightning rod, the ideas to hit me. Do I want to crochet animals? Do I want to crochet blankets? Do I want to crochet pillows? Like, There's so many different things that I first need to be open to receiving all those ideas. And when we put our idea on tour, when we're just showing it off to the world, we're not letting our own ideas come to us. We are letting everyone else influence what we should do with our ideas instead of just saying, hey, you know what? I want to start an Etsy shop. And then just sitting with that. 
And maybe next week you get a hit of inspiration when you see, you go to the hospital and you see a bunch of cancer patients wearing crocheted hats and you're like, wow, that's what I want to do. Or maybe that's not what I want to do. That's an oversaturated market in your opinion. This is just an example. If that's what you want to do, go for it. But we're just sticking with this example. You have to, it has to come from within and that that deep inner knowing. And like my friend said, being a lightning rod for ideas and just letting them hit you. And then you can start to loop everyone in. But I think that phase when we're just letting all the ideas come to us, we're soaking in all of that information and we're letting our little, our little infant idea grow, we can only loop in a few important people or maybe no one. And I think people think that this is secrecy, that you're hiding your ideas from people. But I just look at it differently. I'm protecting my idea, not because I think that you have bad ideas, but because I want it to come from my heart. I don't want to be influenced by what my fiance thinks or what my parents think or my sister thinks until I'm at that phase where I'm like, hey, this is like a toddler. It's ready for some influence now. Not that we do this with our babies and hide them away from the world for six, nine months, but we really let them grow and continue to nurture the idea. So sticking with this crochet Etsy shop, maybe you're nurturing the idea by trying out a bunch of different patterns and seeing, do I really like crocheting blankets, pillows? Like, How long does it take me to crochet one pillow? Does it take me an hour? Does it take me three days? Because then you can start to build on that. Okay, if a pillow takes me one hour to make, I can make three of them a weekend. Okay, so I probably can't start my Etsy shop until I have six pillows made. I'm just going for an example. You want a little bit of an inventory. And then you just start to play around with what patterns you like, what yarn you like. And then that's when you start looping people in. What do you think about this yarn? I like this yarn more, but then this yarn's really interesting because of this. And you're presenting an idea to them. And you can ask for really structured feedback instead of just saying, here's my idea. Because that's when we get ourselves into trouble. You know, I'm sure you've had that idea on your heart and you go and tell your sister or your mom or your aunt or your cousin or your best friend or your boyfriend or whoever that person is. And they're like, really? That's what you want to do? Or one of those, oh, okay, so what are all of the laid out details? Like, what's your next step? When are you going to do it? When are you going to publish that book? When are you going to open that Etsy shop? And you're like, um, I don't know. Like, I just came up with this little idea and we need to be kind to her. We need to like let her start to grow on her own because our minds are so brilliant. We are so creative. Even if you're sitting there saying, saying, I'm not a creative person, you are creative in some way. I used to not call myself creative at all. I was like, I'm just logical. But look, I have a podcast. That's a creative outlet. I enjoy crocheting. That's another creative outlet. So I bet you're more creative than you think. But we're squirreling a little bit. So coming back to this, our minds are creative. And we have to, have to, have to protect the space for us to be creative. And if you're giving away your ideas to other people, you're letting them influence it and you're giving away your creativity. It's almost like telling yourself, I don't think my idea is worthy or I don't think I'm creative enough to flush out this idea by myself. And I'm not saying you need to wait until you have your manuscript of your novel done before you share the idea with your best friend. 
No, but maybe you have the character's name. Maybe you have loosely what the plot is going to be. Maybe you have the name of your Etsy shop. Maybe you don't have the name of your Etsy shop. You have like five different ideas they're kind of toying with for names. And you have one that's like kind of a favorite, but you want to present it to your friend and present all of the ideas and see what they think. Because when you're presenting it to them and when you're explaining what your idea is to them, that's when you're going to have that hit, that intuitive, this is it. This is the idea. This is the one I'm going to go with, regardless of what they say. You know, I would always play like eeny, meeny, miny, mo with my sister. And she would always end up with whatever dessert I wanted. Because as soon as you, someone says you can't have that, you're instantly you know whether or not you wanted it. If you're like, oh, okay, you clearly didn't want it. But if you're like, really, like, I'll trade you, I'll do, I'll take out the trash for you tomorrow, that's when you know that that's what you really want. So when you're in this process of presenting it to your friends, saying like, hey, this is my book idea, or hey, this is my Etsy shop idea, or hey, I think I want to go back to school for counseling, or I think I want to go back to school to study biology, but I'm really afraid. But this is why I think it would be so fun, and like, these are all the ideas I have about it. Your friend's going to pick up on that passion, or your mom, or your sister, whoever it is, they're going to pick up on that passion from you, and it's going to help you become more convicted in that. But what I'm saying is wait, wait a little bit to loop them in because you're doing yourself a disservice and your idea a disservice by looping them in too early. And I know this sounds so repetitive, but you get to choose who you keep in and out of that idea and at what phase you loop them in on that idea. I didn't tell my parents I had a podcast until like three or four months in because I wasn't confident enough of my abilities to stick with podcasting, to have a fleshed out idea, to know what the heck I was doing. Yes, they were butthurt. I didn't loop them in sooner because they want to be involved and they want to cheer for me and all of those exciting things, which I wanted. But I knew for me, I needed to protect this idea. I needed to protect this space until I felt comfortable with it. It had nothing to do with them. I didn't want anyone's opinion that knew me until I was ready to share it with the world. Which some people are the complete opposite, right? They're more afraid of the stranger's opinion than their family's opinion. And that's okay. But you get to choose who you loop in and when you loop them in. You don't have to loop people in the minute you have an idea. Heck, if you did that, you would probably be looping people in like every other day. Every time you get out of the shower, you're going to be like, wait, I have this new idea for a business or how to solve this problem at work. And when I'm talking about ideas here, I don't want you to think that it's just a side project or like what you're thinking of as an Etsy shop, going back to school, starting a business, joining an MLM, writing a book. It's not just those things. Hey friend, I just wanted to hop in here real quick to tell you about something I think you're going to love. My friend Megan wrote a book that is available for pre-sale right now. This book is all about journaling. The Power Within Her Guide to Journaling is a choose-your-own-adventure approach to journaling, which I know you're going to love because sometimes navigating these lily pads and our next steps are hard. Instead of prescribing a set journaling practice or just providing a series of prompts, Megan brings you with her as she goes over the fundamental skills and mindsets of journaling by sharing her own raw journal entries. 
By doing so, she teaches you dozens of journaling methods that you can use to create and sustain a journaling practice that's tailored to you and your needs for whatever season of life you're in. So if you're ready to purchase The Power Within Her Guide to Journaling, head over to meggiemarie.com slash guide dash two dash journaling to snag your copy. And when you do, send me a DM so I can celebrate with you on taking the first step to navigating these messy lily pads. So now let's get back to the episode. joining a club or starting a sport or there's so many different options I'm like drawing a blank it could be you want to go to a coffee shop every week and see how many new people you can talk to because you have this crazy idea that if you talk to 100 people like you're gonna find the man for you but until you kind of flush out those details of if you want to do it if it's the right thing like you're going to hold on to that and it's okay. I just want to normalize that it's okay to not loop people in the moment you have the idea or even the week you have the idea or the month that you have the idea. Yes, like my parents, they might be butthurt, but they still love me. They still support my podcast and like we're still friends because of it. It didn't hinder our relationship because I decided to protect my space. And that's what I want to encourage you, to protect your space in whatever that means for you. So it could be having, if you're writing a book, let's just use that as an example. It could be saying, I don't want to tell my roommate or my fiance or my boyfriend that I'm writing my book until I have the outline of it drafted or just more thoughts than I wanted to write a book. Okay, so maybe you work on it at a coffee shop and that's your sacred space to work on it. And you know, when you go to the coffee shop, you're working on your new idea. And I've talked to so many friends that they're like, well, that's hiding things from my fiance or my boyfriend or my roommate or my mom or whatever. It's not. You're choosing to let them in on different points of your life. Just because you had a relationship where you told them every single juicy detail about your life doesn't mean that you can't change that relationship going forward. And you can loop them in saying, hey, I'm working on this new idea. I still don't have it all flushed out, but I'm really excited about it. And when I have the idea kind of flushed out more in my head, I'd love to share it with you. And today I'm going to go to a coffee shop and work for two hours on this new idea because I have a lot of passion. And I literally just had this conversation with Michael this today. I was like, hey, I have an idea for something that I want to do next with the podcast. Like, not necessarily on the mic, like recording, but kind of under that umbrella of things. And he was like, oh, cool. Like, tell me more about it. And I was like, look, I don't really have 30 minutes to like go into how cool this idea is. But like, here's the five second overview. Like, this is what I want to do. And this is where I want to take it. And he's like, awesome. Like, let's talk more. And not at that moment, but like, let's talk more at a later date when either I have the idea flesh out, I have the time and it's okay to do that. It's just another kind of boundary. And those boundaries are okay to set. And you might offend someone. You might make them mad. But it's your idea. It's your creative process. And you need to take care of that for yourself and for the people around you. This felt so repetitive and so squirrely. But I just wanted to let you know, it's a very fine line of, you're like, 
on a balance beam and of letting the idea come from you, but being open to receiving new ideas and thoughts and friends and feedback from your family. And it's okay to not walk that line perfectly. It's okay to stumble off the balance beam and like, ooh, I probably shouldn't have looped this person in sooner because they really could have helped me flush out this idea. Or maybe I looped this person in too soon because they're being really negative about this or pushing me in a direction I don't want to go. Or, oh, I looped this person in at just the right time for me and this idea. And it's okay to fall off the balance beam and get right back on. But the point is you get back on that balance beam, you protect your space, and you loop in people when you're ready and the idea is ready. So with that, I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Send me a message on Instagram if this resonated with you because I feel really fired up about protecting your idea. And I promise you, I'm going to call my shot really soon with that idea that I had that I was talking to Michael about earlier, but she's still in like pre-infancy, like before newborn. So I guess like she's inside me, right? We're like, we're not quite ready to birth this idea. So we're being kind to her and letting her work, work everything out. But I promise I will loop you in as soon as I am ready and know that I'm rooting for you. If you ever want to loop me in on what exciting things you're doing and you're kind of afraid to call your shop, you need someone to hold you accountable, slide in my DMs. I got you. That's not going anywhere but between the two of us. I'm not going to tell your crazy aunt about it or your mom or your sister or your cousin. Just sticks between the two of us. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And thanks for hanging out with me on this lily pad today. Thank you so much for listening today. If you love this episode, I'd be honored if you shared it with a girlfriend. Like stop right now and text her the link or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. Together, we're building our network of lily pads. I'm so happy to hop through life together. Until next time.